Hello and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. My name is Robert Hughes and I'm your host. I have Laura Kessin from Massachusetts, a salon owner and stylist. Would you introduce yourself to us? Hi everybody, I'm Laura. I am a hairstylist behind the chair four days a week and I am a salon owner times two. I just opened my second salon two weeks ago. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so last time we learned a little bit about uh, your story. We heard about your story from Rise of Style as a salon owner, how you became a salon owner and uh, how you open up your uh, second salon with one of your coworkers, which is really cool. Um, um, OK, so say a hairstylist wants to come and work for you. And um, what is that process? Like take us through like application and like what type what type of person you're looking for, um, models, you know, whatever. Absolutely. So someone reaches out to us via the website or on Instagram, or it, honestly, a lot of times it's someone that we've met before, someone, you know, that we used to work with or met at a hair show or a class or anything like that. So they reach out to us and let us know that they're interested in becoming independent. And a lot from my experiences, most of them, I would say more than half of them are coming from a commission-based salon and have been stylists for at least a few years prior to becoming independent. So um, so my first step is to just kind of quickly look through their, their Instagram to see that they're relatively consistent posting um, and that they just automatically right off the bat seem like a, a decent fit, even though I, if I have not met them before. And the, um, the next step, is to meet them in person. And what I look for the most is a fit for the personality versus their work. Obviously I want like nice quality work, but with an independent salon, their personality really needs to be a good fit for the salon. So what I look for, I kind of, I, we, I give them the mission statements of both Ivy and the second salon Reverie. I give them the mission statements. We kind of, we talk about, um, I, I bring our operating agreement, which is the detailed list of like what's expected, what's provided, how we want anything, even like from the phones answered. And it's not too crazy, but, um, just like a, a, an outline expectation sheet, because I think that that's expectations are so important. And, um, and then we're talk we talk about what they want, what they want for their future. Um, and we just get a general feel for their personality. And a lot of times people get really excited and they're looking forward to making this change in their career. So oftentimes you, I'm, reading their energy, if they're excited and they're motivated and they're asking a lot of questions, those are the type of people that I want to work with versus, um, someone who is like, not shy, but, but like looking at it more, maybe negatively saying like, oh, the taxes are a deterrent. Um, having to market yourself as a deterrent, having to post to Instagram as a deterrent. Cause those are all things that I, as a independent stylist salon owner, I cannot motivate you. I can see your motivation. I can feel it. And I can 
continue to help you. I can, you know, shuffle off new clients. I can give you pointers, but if you don't even want to take the pointers and if you're, it just all seems like too much that those are not the people that I want to, to work with. We need motivated, um, and we need people who are very passionate about their career because they, and, and then, and then, and I do find too, that once you work for yourself, those get ignited even more. So, so those are, those are the type of things that I look for when I, when I have a meeting with somebody. And then from there, they, we have the meeting. And if we feel like it's a good fit, we'll, you know, we'll say like, you're welcome to join us if you'd like. And I've had, I've heard no plenty of times through like, cause I'll try to recruit people too. Sometimes if I feel like they're a good fit or I'll re- recruit them for a meeting, at least and go get coffee. I've heard no, a lot of times for that, but sitting down with someone and having a face-to-face meeting, I off, it's been more, yeah, way more yeses. Okay. That's cool. Um, so you, when someone's coming in, you're looking at, you check out their Instagram and you see like what type of acti- activity they have on Instagram, you said? Yeah, um, just kind of like get to know, get to feel them out, even just a little bit, like whether that's like their personal life, the type of hair they like to do. I don't, we definitely, we want, like I said, we want them to have good quality work, but I'm not looking for like these amazing photos, these like perfect photos. Cause if I go back to where I first started, no, like it, I, I you know, it, I was at, I've improved so much. And, and, um, and I feel like those are all things I can help people take photos. I can give them pointers. I can, you know, impart as much knowledge on, on that as possible, but really I'm looking for the personality. Okay, cool. So, um, so we go through this process. We, we have our, we have our, we have our talks and our meetings and, uh, you like, uh, you like my, uh, my Instagram and I'm going to, and, and you say, you know what, we think you'd be a good fit. And I'm like, all right, cool. So when, when, like, what's the process? I hear that you have, uh, some assistance in helping me make this transition. What, what is your response to that? So the act, we don't have like actual assistance, but our sis, we have some systems in place for new, new onboarding, new clients. Uh, sorry, new uh, stylist. But if we're going to, we want to get to like the nitty gritty of what they need to do. You need to have liability insurance to make sure that you're protected. Um, You obviously have to have the type, the right type of licensing and actually licensing in Massachusetts was just simplified. So once you come out of hair school, ironically, you're able to booth rent. That was not how it was. Uh, That changed recently within the last two to three years. But um, um, so, and then you need to have yourself set up on online scheduling, which is linked to their own social security or their own EIN, which is your business uh, tax paying identification number. You have all this and, like uh, on like a checklist or something that you give me when I start? Yeah, ki- yeah, yeah, kind of like a, a things to do to get started. And um and, and so, and then when we're onboarding, a lot of times the stylists are very similar to our price range. However, um, I kind of very briefly, if, if their prices are, I would say a little low, we talk about how much money they want to make a year. And then you can break it down 
with how many days a week they want to work, how many hours a day they want to work. And then you can get down to an hourly rate that they need to charge. So we can kind of break it down. We can break it down like that. Um, we start having that prior to even working at the, their new, you know, becoming independent or working at one of our salons, we want them to like start on social. Like if they're not super active, like start getting super active, start geotagging where, the, where we are there, the towns around us, the restaurants around us, stuff like that. So start getting active before you even start as an independent stylist. Um, and then when they get in, we will oftentimes shuffle off new clients to the newest person as, unless they're like, they have a super niche. Like if, if a client comes in and they're like, I want to the root foils, like super blonde, we have somebody for that. We're going to shuffle them off to this person. This person wants like a super cool asymmetrical haircut with like a buzzed underneath. We have somebody for that. If there's someone specific, we will try to match them up to the right stylist. But if they're just kind of like, I want lived in balayage, we've got a lot of specialists for that. We'll shuffle them off to the newest person so they can start to build their network and their referrals and whatnot. So um, are you looking, is it kind of like you're trying to build like a team of people for, and you're thinking about not only like uh, you want to work with these people, but do you consider the fact that you have a brand and an external brand and the customers are coming in and uh, you want like people that have kind of specialties or is it more about the vibes between you each other? Vibe. It's all about the vibe. I, it doesn't matter in the sense of our brand, what kind of work you do. I think it's so, I think it's really amazing to be able to cater to all different kinds of people and to have all different kinds of people feel like welcome and that there's someone like them or there's someone who looks like them or whatever. So it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter for the brand at all. Like what you, like how you wear your hair or what kind of hair you do. It matters that you're someone who's motivated, who's driven, kind, likes to collaborate and wants to be a part of our mentorship system. I don't, I don't know. You can't really call it a system, but our mentorship um, thing that we have going on at the salons, because even though myself and then my, now my new partner, Megan, we're the, the owners we're not the only people that the stylists come to for mentorship. So, or for ask questions, like once you've been an independent stylist for a little, a little while, you become part of that mentorship system that we have where we are all running our own business and we ask each other advice. My client just canceled on me for X, Y, and Z reason. What would you do? I'm not the only one getting asked those. My, the other independent stylists are as well. And so we want people who want to be a part of that, who want to share knowledge, who want to be a part of the collaborative environment. So it really is about vibe and energy and um, being a good fit and wanting to be a part of a part of the, this team of individuals and independent businesses. Okay. Got it. All right. So, um, so we go through this onboarding process and as far as like, uh, what to expect, um, like day to day, um, am I booking my own appointments at, yeah. at your salon? Okay. Yeah. And so yeah, go ahead. yeah. Go everyone ahead. books their own appointments. There's no receptionist. Um, 
and when someone calls, if we have a list of our phone numbers, we can, we'll say, reach out to so-and-so. Not all of us are taking new clients, but we kind of know who is and who's able to. So yeah, we, we cannot book each other's appointments. You can, but you can book online though, too. You can go right to the main website and, um, Reverie's website's not up yet. We are waiting for photos, but, um, once it is, you'll be able to go to each of the, the salon's websites and book with your individual stylist. So does everybody use the same booking software? No, people like different things. Um, some of us have Square, Vagaro, Gloss, Genius, all different. Depending, okay. it, you know, as an independent stylist, you are in control of a lot of things. I try, I have the mindset of like, from past experience, I have a mindset of really trying not to dictate too much. My my realm is creating a nice environment and having a good energy. And then you, as an independent stylist, you are your business owner. You decide what scheduling system you want, what hours you want to work, what products you want to retail. Okay. And um, so when someone books online, do, um, how does, like, does, is there a receptionist or someone to check people in or is it no. just a stylist? Okay. So part of in the expectation sheet is that we all, or the operating agreement is that we all try to say hello to anyone walking in the door. Nice. If you're in the back room and you hear the door open, we offer, even though it's not our client, we'll offer them coffee, tea, water, Um, you know, we try to, we try to take care of each other. That's all a part about being in this team. Gotcha. Okay. So real teamwork vibes. What about, um, what about, uh, like cleaning and laundry and stuff like that? Do, is everyone help pitch in and help out? Is there anybody that comes in? Laundry? Yes. We all pitch in with, um, all the laundry. We have a cleaning person that comes in to do the more of the deep cleaning, but like if someone leaves a cup, on the on the, the um, side table, any one of us will grab it. If there's a clump of hair on the floor that someone missed, one of us will grab it. Um, the rule is like, do your own color dishes. But if you're doing your dishes and someone left a color bowl in there, do that too. Okay, cool, awesome. So yeah, I like this. It's uh you know definitely teamwork, and um, it sounds like a, a cool place to work with the uh, with the right people involved. So yes. awesome. Okay, cool. Um, what about like, uh, um, well, actually, I think that's a good place to uh, kind of tie it up. I want to I want to dive into uh, you as a business owner and uh, what it's like, uh, you know, tell us what what things um, that you've learned along the way, et cetera, like like that. Um, but I think we'll talk about that in the next episode. Sound good? Sounds good. OK, cool. So until then, I'll t- I'll see you later. Have a good one. Okay. Bye. Bye.